Welcome to Swamp Mysteries, the treasure of Jean Lafitte, a spooky new audio adventure story for children by author Elizabeth Singer Hunt, performed by Rachel Rosick and Jordan Paul Harrow. In the last episode, Charlie, Oscar, Robbie, and Jules narrowly escaped the clutches of the Gatlins. Unfortunately for them, just before they escaped, Jules let slip the location of where they were headed. Everyone looked at me. The coincidence wasn't lost on any of us. The book had been buried at my family home and, according to it, the treasure had been buried on an island with the same last name as mine. I'm sure it's just a fluke, said Robbie. After all, Jean Lafitte died in 1823, and your relatives built Evergreen Plantation in 1855. There's no way they could have known each other. I wanted to agree with Robbie, but I couldn't help but feel that there was some sort of connection between Jean Lafitte and my family. But that was a mystery for another day. As we stood staring at Beauregard Isle, Robbie used the binoculars. There's an oak tree on the island. That's where the treasure is. Just like at Charlie's house, said Jules. Buried under an oak tree. The four of us were thinking the same thing. If Jean Lafitte was in the habit of burying his maps and treasures under oak trees, there was no telling how many treasures could be out there. But there was no time to think about that now. I looked at my watch. It was nearly three o'clock, and Alice was expecting me home soon. We ran back across the length of the island and hopped into the boat. It took us only a few minutes to get to Beauregard Isle. As soon as we arrived, Oscar ran the boat aground and we hopped out. Robbie had the book, and I grabbed the shovel. The four of us ran for the oak tree. Just as I was about to start digging, I heard something. I put the shovel down and turned to see what it was. It was a couple of boaters heading our way. They were frantically waving their hands at us. It wasn't until they got closer that I saw who it was. Unfortunately for us, it was the Gatlins. If you love adventure apps and puzzles, make sure to visit the App Store and download the new Secret Agent Jack Stalwart Passport to Adventure iPad app, also by author Elizabeth Singer Hunt. In the app, you can become a secret agent and solve missions around the world. Just visit the App Store and search for Secret Agent Jack Stalwart Passport to Adventure. There was nowhere to hide and not enough time to get back to the boat. Robbie shoved the key inside Jean Lafitte's book and tucked the book into his trousers. The Gatlins marched straight up to us, and they weren't happy. Kenny's upper lip was quivering in anger. Where is it? Where's what? I said. The box. What box? Bobby Ray snorted in frustration. Answer the question. Jules did her best to try and throw them off our scent. We're just out here for a picnic. They might have looked it, but Bobby Ray and Kenny weren't dumb. They were clever enough to see that we had no blanket, no food, and no drink for a picnic. Plus, there was a shovel sitting in the sand. Bobby Ray ignored Jules. We're gonna make this real easy. Give us the box, or else. Robbie chimed in. We threw it away. There was nothing in it. Then give me what you was carrying in the boat. Robbie made a break for it, but Kenny hooked him by the trousers, 
causing the book to fall out and onto the beach. Before Robbie could get to it, Bobby Ray scooped it up. Robbie tried to pry it out of his hands. Give it back! But Kenny grabbed a hold of Robbie and pinned his arms back. Bobby Ray opened the book, and the key slid right into his hand. What do we have here? He lifted the key to the sky and admired it. I wonder what you open. Maybe the answer's in that book. Good idea, brother. Bobby Ray opened the book and read a portion of the poem out loud to his brother. Chest at heel, across the bay, under oak tree, so not sway. The brothers looked at the oak tree they were standing next to and started to howl like wolves. <laughs> Today is our lucky day. Looks like the key opens a treasure chest that's right under this tree. Kenny handed our shovel to Bobby Ray. And those kids were about to take it from us. Get digging, brother. Bobby Ray quickly pierced the soil near the tree's roots. But instead of it going in gently, the shovel entered the sand with a loud... Like someone banging a wrench against a pipe. Or a forger banging on metal. Bobby Ray dug into the ground again. In fact, every time he dug, the noise rang out. The clouds above were starting to turn gray. Just like they did the day before, when I was walking home. And I wasn't the only one who noticed. That doesn't look good, said Oscar. The Gatlins, however, were too focused on what they were doing to notice anything else. <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on that treasure. I can taste the money now. The clouds above us were turning blacker by the second. Sand was now lashing over our faces and eyes as the winds on the island picked up. In fact, the winds were growing so ferocious they were starting to howl. This is crazy, said Oscar. We need to get out of here, shouted Jules. This was the second time in two days that the skies were turning ugly. I wanted to leave too. Robbie's mind, however, was somewhere else. He was wringing his hands and repeating the last bit of the poem over and over again. In storms and rain, chest lay tight. Protective spirit, master knight. In storms and rain, chest lay tight. Protective spirit, master knight. What's wrong with you? asked Jules. Something's about to happen. What do you mean? Robbie ignored Oscar. Instead, he started to speak to the Gatlins. The weather is a sign! Yeah? A sign of what? A sign that my brother and I will finally get the money we deserve? A sign that we'll be sipping margaritas in Mexico soon? A sign that we'll never have to work for families like yours again? At the last comment, Kenny looked straight at me. It's a sign that the pirate spirit is getting angry. Bobby Ray let out a hearty laugh. Believing in spirits is for ninnies. We don't believe in any of that stuff, do we, brother? Kenny looked at Bobby Ray, then at the sky, and then at his brother again. Uh... Robbie turned to the three of us. Remember that part of the poem that says, Protective spirit, master knight? We nodded. Legend has it that Jean Lafitte killed one of his men at the sight of each buried treasure. That way, the pirate's spirit could guard it. And you think Knight was one of those pirates? It makes sense. Why didn't you tell us this before? Shrieked Jules. We could have been the 
ones opening that treasure! The hairs on our arms were standing up. Lightning crackled across the sky. I forgot! It doesn't make a difference now. Everybody's in trouble. We need to get off the island, and fast. The four of us ran to the boat, as Bobby Ray struck the ground again. But this time, instead of a bang, there was a squeal. It was the sound of Bobby Ray squealing for joy. Eureka! We found the treasure! Bobby Ray leaned into the hole and, with his brother's help, lifted the chest onto the sand. It was like the box that held the key, only bigger and more ornate. Give me the key. I couldn't let that happen. I'd seen that movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark, spoiler alert, about how people's faces were melted off by the power of that chest. So, I ran for Kenny and tackled him as hard as I could. The key flew out of his hand and into the sand. Oscar scooped it up, and the four of us hightailed it to the boat. They got the key! Oscar put the boat into drive, and we sped off. The Gatlins raced to their boat, too. But then, they realized that they had forgotten something. The treasure! By the time they managed to load it onto the boat, we were already a mile away. I'm gonna get them kids. As the Gatlins tore off, a lightning bolt came down and struck the oak tree, slicing it into two. The two halves of the old tree fell dead to the earth with a thud. What do we do now? Oscar was trying his best to stay far ahead of the Gatlins, but their engine was twice as powerful. Within minutes, they were nipping at our heels. I tried to use my cell phone to call for help, but the crazy weather was upsetting the reception. Let's get back to Evergreen, I yelled. Out of nowhere, the Gatlin's boat showed up alongside ours. It bumped us, causing Oscar to nearly lose his grip. Can't you make this thing go any faster? Asked Jules. I'm trying, said Oscar, but it was no use. Kenny stood up. He looked like he was bracing himself for something. He's gonna jump, shouted Robbie. Hold on, yelled Oscar. Oscar swerved hard to the right, throwing Robbie, Jules, and I to the floor. For the moment, Oscar had prevented Kenny from jumping, but the Gatlins weren't giving up. They were trying to reposition. Up ahead was Evergreen's dock. Oscar headed straight for it. He hooked a hard right and pulled up alongside of it. He quickly killed the engine, and the four of us got out. We ran for the house. Alice! I cried. Gerald! The Gatlins swerved up to the pier, too. They left their boat idling and began to chase after us. Give me that key! Oscar was running just ahead of me. I called out to him. Oscar! I tossed him the key. Oscar caught it like a wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Just as I was thinking that we might actually make it to safety, I heard a scream. Help! It was Jules. The three of us stopped running. Kenny had his arms around her so tight that it was difficult for her to breathe. Let me go! I got one! Robbie may have been in a constant state of annoyance with his sister, but he still loved her. Let go of her! Robbie ran straight for Kenny and punched him in the arm. But years of lifting 700-pound alligators and trimming two-ton trees meant Kenny's arms were as hard as bricks. Robbie's fist crumpled in pain. Kenny kept one hand around Jules 
and used the other to shove Robbie to the ground. Don't touch me again. With the Gatlin's attention elsewhere, I motioned for Oscar to move to the back door. If he could get inside, he could get Alice's help. Unfortunately, it was locked. Oscar made his way to the kitchen door next. I was so busy watching Oscar, I didn't see what was coming my way. Something hit me hard. <laughs> I fell to the ground. When I looked up, I saw none other than Bobby Ray Gatlin. If you've enjoyed this episode of Swamp Mysteries, the treasure of Jean Lafitte, make sure to select subscribe. That way you'll be the first to hear what happens next.